Welcome to her fullest potential. The community of women looking to minimize stress, maximize success, and live a more joyful life. It is time to rise together and start building the world we dream to live in. It starts with you, and it starts here. everybody and welcome to today's episode. What I'm going to share with you today is inspired by an experience that I had with a client just this morning. And it's experience that I've not only had with this one person, but with almost all of my clients. And not only with all of my clients, but even with myself, especially with myself. This is a pattern and an experience in which I have spent years and years and years evaluating, leaning into, learning from, disentangling. And so I know that if it's happened to me, it's happening to my clients, that it's probably also happening to my listeners. So my intention, my desire for sharing this episode today is to A, normalize this conversation, bring the darkness into the light, to unveil the shadow that can live behind so much of our life, that can drive so many of our behaviors unknowingly, so that we can understand it. And through understanding and knowledge, we regain our power, our control, our own influence over our own well-being. Because when you are in your power, That is a gift for the entire world. Secondly, if you are experiencing this, if you can relate to this experience, I want you to know that you are not alone. In fact, you are a part of a group, a part of a community that exists widespread and a community that I'm a part of and that I'm a part of facilitating to make this change to actually make these real life shifts because this way of being is outdated and it is slowly killing us all. So what it is I wanna talk about, (laughs) you may be wondering, is our relationship to productivity. I'm wondering if you even had an experience in hearing me say that because I know that a previous part of me or an earlier version of me would feel like this oof, Or, no, 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 don't touch my productivity. So if you had some reaction to me introducing the topic for today, that's all good. Just take note. Did I have one and what was it? This will help you better understand yourself as we move through the podcast episode and as we leave and integrate the wisdom and knowledge into our daily life. Productivity is important. (laughs) There can be a lot of conversation in the personal development space about doing less and receiving more, which I am a huge advocate of. However, I've also seen that embodied to such an extreme that we stop taking ownership and responsibility for our lives. So productivity is a beautiful thing. 
Productivity can be our gift, our offering to our career, to our home, to our family, to our bodies. Productivity can be the way in which you channel your inner wisdom, your talents, your gifts, your knowledge, your skill set, and generate it into a creative outlet and create with it in a way that is generating life, generating well-being, that keeps recycling over and over and over again. Productivity is how we bring our visions to life. Our visions that inspire us on a deep, deep level. Productivity is awesome. Literally inspiring awe. Because it requires so much of who you are to be deeply productive. It requires your body, your mind, your heart, your relationships. It requires you to lean into fear, to lean into fatigue, and to learn how do I take these uncomfortable experiences, such as fear and fatigue, and create something new with that. Create beauty, create art, create progress from that place. Productivity is a container in which we learn to master how we give ourselves and our offering to the world from a place of sustainability. This is the beautiful side of productivity. This is where productivity is meant to live and exist and thrive. I am also wondering, as I'm describing productivity in this way, how many of you feel like that's your relationship to productivity? That it's a platform for you to express your deeper knowing and gifts and offering. For me, it took many, 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 many years for it to get there. And when I'm not paying attention, I can easily slip out of that knowing, out of that relationship with productivity and into the one that is so, so, so common. Which is engaging with productivity from survival mode. What I mean by that is when we engage with productivity from a place of survival, the feelings we typically have around our production is A, it's something I have to do, not something that I get to do. It's something I have to do. It may be something that I, quote, should do. The to-dos <laughs> that we have and should to do are seemingly endless, infinite, overwhelming so we're left in these cycles of sprinting just to try and keep up. So a result, it leaves us exhausted, leaving you totally drained. And yet the demands never end. And when we realize, whoa, I am exhausted. I am tired. I am definitely not inspired. And we look to our left and we look to our right. And we see that there are other people doing more than us. It can be this direct reflection of what we consider 
to be validation that I am a failure. I am a disappointment. I am not enough. So to feel valuable, to feel enough, to feel okay in my own skin, I need to get more done. So I'm going to show up earlier. I'm going to work harder. I'm going to chug back that extra cup of coffee and I'm going to get my ass in gear and I am going to work and I'm going to be more productive. If that were the actual solution to this problem, it would work. The answer would be more productivity. If more productivity was the solution to anxiety and depression, we would not have it in this world. We would, it would be gone because the world is extremely productive. We produce every single day of the week, every week of the year, even on sacred holy days or holidays. We're very productive. So that's not actually the answer because what happens is as you up-level your productivity from survival mode, you end up more drained, feeling more depleted, feeling like you have even more to do, sprinting even faster, more exhausted. And then you look to your right, you look to your left, and you see that there are still people doing more than you. You think, God, what is wrong with me? Why can't I just get it done? Why can't I have more energy? I wish I was more like them. I'm a failure. I'm a disappointment. Sometimes to the point of I am intrinsically bad. And this crushes the self-esteem. This demolishes the inner landscape that houses your creative offerings. This crushes the very fire of your being that radiates through that twinkle of the eye that leaves a lasting impression when you walk into a room. So this cycle crushes the human body mind, heart, and spirit, which then ripples out into your relationships, into your career, into your business. And you give it a few decades, if not sooner, it will ripple out into your health in a very serious way. So we start to see that productivity isn't bad. (laughs) Stress isn't bad. Creating isn't bad. Work isn't bad. It's how we relate to productivity is what makes all the difference. So why is it that the latter, which is obviously less desirable than the initial demonstration of a healthy relationship to productivity, why is this really self-defeating relationship to productivity so widespread? And this is where I want to interrupt myself and repeat myself again to say, if you are experiencing this, you are not alone. This isn't your fault. You are not a failure. You are not a disappointment. And in fact, you are beyond enough. Everything you do every morning, every afternoon, every evening, even while you sleep, in your free time, when you're driving, everything you're doing is beyond enough. It's not about doing more. You're doing more than you need to do already. And I just want to say that I see you. 
I see you showing up and trying and trying and trying and digging deeper and deeper and being pushed harder than you really want to be pushed, but you keep trying. And I just want to say that I see you in that. And you are not alone. And you are not destined to be stuck here. So returning to the question of why is this so widespread? And what can I do about it? Well, this is where we start to peel the layers back in my classic fashion, as I am very dedicated to illuminating the roots of our suffering, as well as the roots to our liberation and creative expression and leadership. One thing I have found over my many years of work is that this need to be productive all the time can actually be a symptom of high functioning anxiety. Yes, I said it, high functioning anxiety. Now, for some people, they're very comfortable with this language and others hear the word anxiety and they can't relate. They think of somebody that takes a lot of medication. Maybe they struggle to leave the house. They don't have any friendships. They can't hold a job. They can't sleep. The picture they have in their mind of the word anxiety is a very extreme clinical embodiment. However, anxiety is essentially just a chronic dysregulation of the nervous system. So when we look at what is high functioning anxiety and how is that different from this more clinical extreme expression, you're going to find a lot of answers if you Google it. So this is my personal answer for this moment, especially for the purpose of today's podcast. The difference is people with high functioning anxiety have learned how to take that energy, that experience, and transmute it into productivity. I'm going to say that one more time. The difference is that people with high functioning anxiety have learned to take their anxiety and harness it and transmute it into productivity. This is why we get stuck in loops and in cycles of self-defeating behavior that keeps us drained over and over and over again, burnt out to the point of potentially to the point of being on the brink of losing everything we've ever worked for. This is why. Now, learning to harness your anxiety and use it as an energy for creative modality or creative momentum is very wise. And using it for short-term periods for productivity is okay. Just like when you have to dig deeper for a short period of time, the sympathetic nervous system kicks on and it gets you through. We might have to have another cup of coffee to get through this short period of time. It's okay. But when it's how we navigate our daily life, when it's our primary resource for showing up on a day-to-day basis, it keeps us locked in this survival mode. Referring back to earlier in the episode, when I talked about relating to productivity from a place of this is my offering, this is my gift versus productivity from survival mode, this is what I'm talking about. I'm talking about productivity that is driven by high functioning anxiety versus productivity that is driven from inspiration and love. 
high functioning anxiety can arise from a lot of different places. And I actually would invite you to listen to a previous episode called The Root to Suffering. And I go into more detail in explaining the data and science behind how this works. But what I found is that the root to most suffering is not enough love, not enough connection, and not enough safety. Because these patterns typically arise in our childhood. And not enough safety, love, and connection has to be met in our external relationships. But first, it has to be met in our internal relationship, the relationship we have with ourself. So if you find yourself in these loops and loops and loops and working more and sprinting and just to keep up and you're exhausted at the end of the day and you have huge circles under your eyes and you have no energy, maybe you have weight that you can't drop, then it's important to pause Maybe let's all just take a breath right now together. Just in and then out of the mouth. Just take a breath and pause and ask yourself, do I feel intrinsically valuable? Do I have a cellular knowing that if I were to lose my job tomorrow, My sense of self-worth would not be altered. If I were to make less money, would I still love myself the same? This can start to illuminate the reality that our sense of value, our sense of personal worth is primarily defined by that which we produce. And so we find ourselves in this chicken egg cycle. Internally, we don't feel like enough. We don't feel safe in who we are. We don't feel loved by ourselves, and we definitely don't feel connected to ourself. So therefore, we are in a state of high functioning anxiety. The way we've learned to deal and cope with that is transmute that into productivity because on the outside, it's impressive. People reward us. They celebrate us. They say, wow, you're amazing. You did that? And even though that feels good for a very short period of time, literally maybe only a few seconds, very quickly that external praise wears off and we fall right back down into feeling not enough again. High-function anxiety spikes, driving more productivity, and then we drop down again. This is a really important conversation to be having because people feel very lost when it comes to work-life balance or productivity and well-being balance. And it's important to recognize and to say very clearly that you can still have all of the success and the wealth and the impact that you desire. Your goals and dreams were given to you for a reason. Follow them. Follow what ignites your heart and follow what inspires you. You can still have that. But the way you have that sustainably is by changing how you relate to productivity. So while that process is complex and nuanced and not linear, one actionable step that you can start taking right now, today, 
tomorrow and the day after to start shifting this relationship is placing your hand on your heart and your belly, taking a few deep breaths, initiating that connection with the self and notice your facial expression and hold your expression with a loving gaze towards yourself just as you would to your beloved, to a sweet child. Gaze inside with that sweet adoration and loving gaze. And say to yourself, may I remember that who I am, as I am, is intrinsically worthy. May I remember that I am valuable. May I feel loved and worthy even when I'm resting. May I feel worthy and loved and cared for by myself regardless of how much I produce. I am worthy. I am valuable. And I love myself deeply. And just take a deep breath. So while this is not the end all, be all, cure all, fix all, answer, solution. It's one starting point. And it's a starting point that takes longer to access because it is more deeply rooted in the pattern. But once we can access that deep root, the change in the ripple effect into our life, our work, our well-being is tremendous. So it's worth it to stick with it. It's worth it to show up each day because every time you place your hand on your heart, you take a deep breath, you give yourself you give yourself that loving gaze. You remind yourself that who you are as you are is valuable. Even when you don't produce as much. The days that you rest, that you play, that you create just for pleasure are just as valuable if not more, than the days that you get everything done on your to-do list. Every time you show up for yourself and remind yourself of that, you start to disrupt the cycle, that chicken-egg loop of high-functioning anxiety, survival mode productivity, feeling like a failure. Spiking right back up and looping over and over and over again. This is how you start to disrupt the cycle. So taking insight into action, here are the few summary points. Number one, get clear on what is my relationship to productivity? Is it from a place of inspiration or is it from a place of survival? Number two, get clear on when do I feel valuable and worthy and how interwoven is that sense of self-worth with my productivity. And lastly, 
understanding the connection between high functioning anxiety, self-worth and productivity and disrupting that loop by building safety, love and connection within yourself. And the techniques I taught you today were to connect through physical touch, to love with that sweet gaze in the face and to build safety by reminding yourself and telling yourself that you are intrinsically valuable. If you stick with this for six weeks, a month, even just a few weeks, the results will ripple out in tremendously beautiful and surprising ways. I promise you. So now I want to hear from you. Find me on social media and send me a DM about your biggest takeaways from the episode today. I want to hear from you. I want to connect with you. I want to talk with you. So find me on social media and reach out. Be sure to follow and subscribe to the podcast rate the podcast and then share it with anyone and everyone you think would enjoy these conversations because we're all in this together. So as always, may you walk with grace and courage and we'll see you next time. Mm-hmm.